can I can I get some help here? Yeah, yeah. Whew. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That looks great. I love that color. What? Why am I getting so fabulous? <laughs> Please don't ask me questions like that. Thank you. Anyways, next. <sighs> oh my goodness. So anyways, today I have a great show and I'm talking here with George C. Romero. Yeah. You heard, of course you've heard it. <laughs> yeah, me. I know, right? Who would have thought? I don't know. I've, I, yeah, I am. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm having that feeling again in my, yes, my hands are like clammy up and stuff, but you know, that makes sense because, you know, <laughs> yeah, I've spoken to him before, you know, he's really, really down to earth, but whoo, you know, I just don't want to mess anything up and I don't want to be like, you know, scare him off and be like, oh, weirdo freak she is, but <laughs> no, I don't, I don't really don't think he's going to think that, you know, because he's a really down to earth type of fella. But, you know, I just had to let somebody know this, you know, I, I know that in person, you know what I mean? And this is a, you know, podcast with them. But what I, you know, I still want to just feel good and look great for myself, at least. Goodness gracious, I can't believe I shouldn't even let her choose any of the colors. Okay. Just for you asking that. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, he's, mm-hmm, yeah, the Indie Brigade. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so stoked to be talking to him about that because, I mean, everybody needs to really listen in. Uh, <laughs> it's an amazing community and that I have been brought in to be a part of for creatives of all types. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all across the media. So it's like, I feel like I have stumbled upon the best family that I could have right now because uh, <laughs> I create who else? Better to bring alive my creativity with Indy Brigade. Hello. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I feel like I'm telling you too much. So how do you think I should like intro this? Should I just be like, what's up, George? Or should I just like, so hey, George, welcome. And uh, tell us more. Or this one. George, my boy, my main man. How's it been going? You don't think so? Well, you know, personally, we asked you anyway. That's the crazy part about this whole conversation. Thank you. Okay. I'm not really a jerk, guys. I just, you know, sometimes you just gotta be the, play the part, you know, like, so they don't mess with me, you know, they don't be the boss around here. Anyways, George C. Romero is coming here, and uh, he's gonna be on Voice and Record with, you know, with, you know who? Your host, Brandy Joy. Yes, yes, yes. So don't go too far because he's in the building. Let's give him a listening ear and let's have fun. Let's get it. George stopped by to show us the Indie Brigade and his excitement on where it will go and watching it grow.
Okay, hey everybody, I'm here today with George C. Romero. Um, he's done plenty of movies, um, but matter of fact, George, are you there? I am here, and thank you for having me on here tonight, Brandy. It's my pleasure, not just because, you know, I love horror, okay? <laughs> so that's part of it, but not also too because I think you're pretty awesome, and I love what you represent, and I would love for you to let my listeners know who you are and what you do. Sure, absolutely. My name is George C. Romero. Uh, I am, I do come from a long line of George Romero's. Uh, my father was George A., and he did some really cool stuff in the movie business, uh, including made uh, some really important films like Night of the Living Dead, and uh, ultimately created a, a legacy that um, basically everything I'm doing at this point in my life and my career is uh, working toward making sure that we carry this name forward into some, some really great things for the independent, you know, uh, keeping the punk rock spirit of the independent uh, movie scene alive in 2019. And we're doing that through things like the Indie Brigade podcast, uh, which you can find through Romero Pictures. Um, and the Indie Brigade podcast is a great time uh, where we actually, every we're, we're working toward doing a weekly episode. Uh, right now, we're doing every other week, generally. Uh, but what happens is we alternate episodes. So every every other episode, we talk to people in sort of an interview setting. And then every other episode, uh, we really focus on doing a Q&A. And what we do is we bring in some real seasoned pros, some people who came up in the indie scene, and we make all of us available to give very straightforward answers to some young, up-and-coming filmmakers with regard to anything that they want to talk about when it comes to their projects. So it's very cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's freezing here in Kentucky, so if I sound cold, it's because I am. <laughs> <laughs> Quite all right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, and, and we're trying to build it into this community. And what's happening is it's catching on. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, we've got some phenomenal founding members, uh, like yourself, uh, who are creatives, who are interested in just creating and and doing it outside the system and doing it mm -hmm. almost in spite of being told they can't. You know, right. it's kind of like my mom used to do. She ever wanted me to learn to do something, all she had to do was tell me she didn't think I could do it. Right? Well, mm -hmm. it's, the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing with creatives. It's the same thing with filmmakers and musicians and writers and poets and all of the, you know, everybody. So the Indie Brigade is open to, you know, creators of all types across all media. And, um, you know, our focus, because of my personal background and experience, is in the filmmaking world. Uh, but we've got uh, a lot of efforts that, uh, that revolve around the music industry as well in the indie world. Uh, and we're trying to basically become a resource <laughs> for independent young artists to find a place to collaborate. So. We've already hooked up some bands with some filmmakers to get their music in movies. We've hooked up, you know, writers with other writers. It's uh, it's become a phenomenal uh, experience for me personally, and uh, it's really cool to watch it catch on, and and to watch everybody really embrace the spirit of the indie brigade. Yeah, for sure, George. That's pretty freaking cool. Uh, I I love hearing about it because. Um, you know, when I was reading like more about it and it just like, it, it really grasped me because 
for myself, you know, I was thinking like, why do I have to like, you know, stay in the box, you know, when I started this, you know, the podcast and stuff, because I've always been like very like creative, like a little bit different. I, I always feel like pushing, you know what I mean? Or just doing what yeah. fits for me. You know, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, breaking any laws. <laughs> That's right. But why can't I just be me? And why do I have to be, you know, to, you know, like when I first started, it was kind of like, oh, you, you know what I mean? Like I didn't go through, because I'm not big or anything like that. Or, you know, how, you know, I started, I did this myself and I just kept working at it and working at it and working at it. And so it made me even more proud. And I was like, I see where it goes. I shared with George how my thinking was set in the beginning of my venture in media. So when I began my podcast, uh, I kind of, you know what I mean, thought that I had to be, you know, under a certain, you know, standard. I didn't think it was going to go too far at first because I thought I had to, you know, I didn't think it was real. I had to like work, you know, go through somebody else or this or this or that. And people didn't believe in me. George shed a very interesting view of most creators. Right. Well, you know, and it's funny because <laughs> you're talking about having those supporters, you know, most creatives, and this is true across everybody, and, and you know, maybe this will make you feel better about things if you don't already know this, I'm pretty sure you do. Uh, most creatives uh, don't have the support of the people that they feel they're supposed to have the support for them you know and a lot of times we start out in something and we say well i guarantee you this person and that person are at least going to support what i'm trying to do and you know it turns out that they're the ones who don't you know and so what happens is (laughs) becoming an artist of any kind leads to a a a lonely existence for so many an existence (laughs) where, where where people feel like they can be they could be in a room full of a thousand people and feel totally alone, right? Yeah. And um, and it's heartbreaking, and we've all been there. Mm-hmm. And you know, we don't have to be there. You know, no, I have a whole out. theory. I have a whole theory about um, chasing the art, is what I call it, um, because it is when you're a certain level of creator or a certain type of creator, it, the need to create is almost like uh, an addiction, right? Worse than any addiction in this country. <laughs> Worse than <laughs> any, anything else because you become addicted to not only needing to create, but you become addicted to your process to create, right? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, so many times people who do this stuff, they do it from, they do it out of needing an outlet, right? They create something, they write something, they photograph something or draw something out of a need to get something out that's inside and a lot of times that has to do with dealing with something negative, uh, you know, and then we've got these people who, you know, you think are supposed to support you, but don't. And then you start to feel the isolation of the, of the creation and the stuff you're making. <laughs> and then what ultimately happens is you start showing the stuff you're making to people and they're bagging on you and they're saying, well, it sucks. Why are you doing this? You need a real job, that kind of, that kind of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. and then all of a sudden you make something, and you get driven to this dark place and then you make something or you create something or you write something and you show it to the world and people love it. And all of a sudden you're going, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> now I've got to continue creating. Yeah. But now what happens, right? Now, So now you ride that high 
and you go and you create something else and everybody hates it. So now so many creatives out there, Brandy, convince themselves that they've got to then go find that darkness again. They've got to find that isolation. They've got to mm-hmm. find that negative space that they created from, right? So then what happens is people create, but in order to create, they have to chase this darkness. They have to chase this sadness and they have to chase this isolation. And it's because we live in a world where people who do what we do, there was a stigma about it for a long mm-hmm. time. It was considered a hobby and now it's no longer a hobby for so many people. It's a career and a way of life. Right. And, right. you know, and it's something that what happens is now you, you get these people in there and now they're creating from the dark. And so now the next thing they want to make, they've got to find more darkness. And now you've got more people going darker and darker into themselves and more inward. We've all been through it. This is just the way I figured out to kind of process what it is. And it's a way that I figured out to help a lot of uh, creators and a lot of artists who might not be able to step back and recognize that that's exactly what they're doing. Here's what happens then when you do sit back and recognize that you've done everything you've done without the support of anybody and you've done it from these horribly dark places. Part of you has to become proud of what you've done. And at that point, you have to stop creating from the darkness and you have to find a light so you can create from that light. But that light has to come from you because nobody else is going to give it to you. So that's what Beauty Brigade is about. Beauty Brigade is about a community for people who have gone through that, who are going through that, you know, to find a place where people aren't going to bag on them, find a place where they're not going to get bullied for having to be creative, find a place where they can, you know, commiserate with like-minded people, collaborate and create. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's it. It's like a lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah, it really is, you know? (laughs) For sure, for sure. And to me, I also see it as, uh, you know, it's positive, you know, and, and it's it's funny because you get people that say, okay, oh, what are you doing with, you know, you're being negative, you don't do anything with your life, or you could be actually doing something negative, right? Uh, your, your, you know, your side hobbies aren't very healthy, you know, but then you get something that it's not hurting anybody, it's really, it's constructive, and it's what you love, it's your talent, and then it's like, oh my God, are you done? You know, it's like, but it could be so worse off. I'd rather someone or like my son or anyone or a young person to be, you know what I mean, using their creative, you know, ways and, and exercising those versus out here in the streets doing drugs and, and just stealing and robbing and, you know, just doing much of nothing. So it's kind of like, come on, you know, you got to push, promote the positive where people do positive things because sometimes it doesn't look out that way and then they end up, you know. Listening to George speak about his crafts and how he has shared these things with his son, setting for lifetime values and moments that is priceless. Yeah, I've been off and doing negative things. <laughs> I know. Listen, I taught my son, I taught our boy um, how to make things out of leather a few years ago, you know, bracelets, necklaces, that kind of stuff, wallets. And, um, you know, he's got, like, all the video game systems that you could want when you're a 15-year-old boy. 
but uh, he doesn't play them. You know, he if he has downtime, uh, he'd rather go out in the shop and design a piece of jewelry, uh, or you know, design a bracelet or design some sort of something and make it out of leather. And he takes pride in things like his hand, you know, hand stitches all the leather, you know, all the thread and everything. He hand stitches it all. It takes him hours. Um, but he loves it. And he would rather do that than go play a video game every day of the week because there's a satisfaction that comes with him creating something tangible. Right. And it's really cool. It's really cool. And it's given him something that you don't see in a lot of kids these days. He walks with, nope. his, with his head high and his back straight. You know what I mean? I mean that physically and metaphorically. You know, the Buddha said, walk with your back straight. He mm. walks with his back straight, but he also walks tall and proud. And, you know, it's it's really cool to see because we live in a world where so many kids his age don't. They walk they with their head in their phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and he has no interest in that stuff other than needing to learn it and understand it for, you know, to exist in the world moving forward. Right. Um, and it's it's a beautiful thing to watch, you know. Uh, it really so is. Cool. It's amazing. That's, that's really cool, too. But also, too, I mean, you made a point that uh, you taught him those things and instilled those values in him. And, you know, so it's like when, as parents, we have to, like, sit back and, you know, take, you know, ownership of, you know, <laughs> you know what we've created you know when we like get off your phone and this this and that and we have to like go back to those days where you got to take the phone or we didn't even have them and, and sit down and talk and you know and this you know because we get caught up in ours too so you know I take ownership of you know of definitely with my son and, and his phone issues that I have to now like jump in there on so uh but you know as I told him this I said don't I said I do take responsibility for not you know you know, jumping in this as soon as I, you know, saw it. But now that I am, you know, it's going to be some time. It's going to be some recovery time. But uh, I, I come in with the bitch. It's done. That's awesome. You broke up there. What was the last thing you said? Oh, I said I come in with the bitch. It's fine. That's pretty awesome. Thank you very much. It's, you know, it's not something I, you know, I'm talking about it because of the connection you and I have and the, and the conversations we've had, you know, but it's not something I go, you know, yell from the top of the mountains. I'm, I'm yeah. so unbelievably <laughs> proud of him, but it's also yeah. something I don't want to give away my secret. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just ask you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I'm, I'm just so lucky with him. And, you know, I think it's because, look, all, all that I did when we met, we sat down and, and I took the time to understand and learn his brain and what makes him tick and what he enjoys. And, and uh, you know, thankfully, I've dedicated my entire life to this being a creative, right? I mean, from the time I was younger than him I've uh, dedicated my entire life to to learning how to be a creative in a world that doesn't really embrace them the way that it used to and I mean <laughs> you know the greats uh, the people who gave their lives and their souls to their creativity um, yeah. we don't live in a world where people like that are embraced anymore and it's tricky and it's a tricky they're, they're choppy waters to navigate yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 
I'm getting a cold. I apologize. It's all right. You're out there in that cold, cold. I think I complain about, you know, lately. Well, I love the cold, first of all. <laughs> you know, yeah, out here in San Diego, it doesn't really, you know, lately it's been cold and I've been loving it. But, uh, yeah, I don't, we don't really get it out here. So, I love it. I wish I did more. Yeah, I lived out in LA for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you definitely know that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but man, I'm telling you, I love it, you know. It gets down to like 30 degrees. You know, even if it was like last year, I was building like I was building a shed. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and I started and it was like the last day of decent weather is when I started it. And I ended up building the rest of it out in like zero degree weather. And I, I loved every second of it, you know. Oh, see, see I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> no. And, you know, and my son was out there, you know, our boy was out there the entire time in the cold with me swinging a hammer <laughs> you know uh, at 14 he was awesome. 14 he was he was 14 when we did that you wow 14 year old out there in zero degree weather swinging a hammer and, and having the best time of his life you know I mean it was great because mm-hmm. it was something That's- we did together getting to know people and not like just with your Facebook and all that stuff, but like actually meeting people and sharing and learning things about one another just because you want to, not because anything to gain or just, you know, meaningless conversation, but just making connections, lifelong connections, you know? Awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so go look at my Facebook page. You know, but have a real yeah, that tell you something, right? Yeah, you know, but you know, I mean, have a real conversation with me because yeah. you know, you have no idea, you know, so, right? You know, that's, that's how I feel, yeah. That's just a lame way, too. Like, I don't know how why, why it's that. Like, me, I'd rather, you know, what I mean, like, even if I read the, the page, it would make me want to talk to you even more. So I'd be like, oh, I have questions, like, so, or, or I might see something that I have in common. So just to say I go read your page, that's so impersonal. It's kind of saying, like, I don't really want to talk to you. I don't want to get to know you. I just read that. And so what's the point of even reading it, then, if you don't want to talk? You know? Might as well not even go read. (laughs) That's right. That's right. You might as well just go be a lonely person. (laughs) 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 Or or you could open up and have a conversation with me and maybe become friends and have random conversations at random times about all kinds of cool things. Right. You know, and like find out that you're not stressing about something. Yeah, right. Yeah, we can talk about how we We can talk about, you know, say we can talk about clocks. We can talk about uh, talk about sharks. Shelves. I love sharks. See, I just yeah. found something too. We can talk about <laughs> sharks half the day if you want to talk about sharks. Like you know what Silicon, I mean? the whale from SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah, and guess what? I bet you and me we could talk about sharks for a whole day and probably never touch on something that's going to make one of us pissed off at the other one. You know right. what I mean? It's it's okay. gonna basically be like, hey, guess what? We both know a lot about sharks, and I think you're really really cool because of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that's the world we need to live in—a world where people mm-hmm. just want to know each other for the people that we are. Because you said it earlier, you know, we're all humans. There's a reason it's yeah. called the human condition. It's called the human condition. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, we're 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 a disease. You know, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are a condition on this planet. That's true. So, so true. <laughs> you know. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I, I totally, I totally vibe with you, George, you know, because I'm all about that, you know, so. Yeah, I, mean, I know, I know. We've gotten along on some really great levels since we met. I really enjoy sure, the conversations sure. you and I have. Me too, me too. And and it, it's, it's just so awesome to me because, you know, I made like a, you know, a friend, like, and, and that feels good, you know what I mean? And you're like way probably in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and it's like now I have like an, a friend, and and that's I think that is so much worth and value to it versus you know just like just like not getting to know someone or I'll read your page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like I have a friend in you, you know, and I'm excited about that, and I'm excited about seeing how far this friendship goes, you know, and I think that that's really cool. You know, there's always things to discover about each other moving forward when you find new friends and. It's yeah, really, sure. you know, I really, this is, it's really cool to know you. Thanks. No, I don't you know. Like when I was a kid, man, you'd get home from school and drop your bag in the front door and be like, okay, bye, see you later. And your parents would be like, yeah. you know, Okay, get home in time for dinner. It's at six fifteen. If you're if you're here at six sixteen, you're not going out after school for the rest of the week. You know? <laughs> and guess what? If you were there at six sixteen, you didn't get dinner and you didn't go out the rest of the week. It wasn't an empty <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like and but but you know, it was a different time. You yeah. know, and and you obviously can't do that anymore. Like kids don't even walk the bus stops anymore. You know, the mm-hmm. bus drops the bus drops the kids off all up and down the street. We used to, my bus stop was like, you know, quarter mile, half a mile away. You know, and, and everybody would walk there in the morning, and everybody would meet there in the morning, and we'd all go to school together. And our parents were nowhere to be seen. <laughs> and we'd get you off the bus and that. we'd walk. <laughs> yeah, and we'd walk home. <laughs> you know, and then we'd have to entertain ourselves. You know, and. uh and that's also where a lot of creativity and a lot of artistry comes from being yeah. in a situation where you're left with no choice but to entertain yourself mm-hmm. and yep. uh, you know and so then you start that's when you know that's when you start making and creating and drawing or writing or mm-hmm. whatever you know um, that stuff's all gone those days are gone yes they are yes they are no, like everybody has a need to be around. You have to be with people. You got to be online. You, you can't be alone. Like, I love being alone. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's you know? beautiful. Like, like some time right? Or yeah. something like that. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a rarity. But that means that it's a rarity that I, I, I cherish. You know, mm-hmm. so that when it does happen, like when my wife goes to work and a uh, boy goes to bed, like I have a few hours where I just make, I create, I create anything. I don't care what it is. I don't even care. A lot of times, you know, I'll go into the kitchen at midnight and cook something just so I can figure out how to make it look pretty on a plate. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> because at the end of the day, I've created something. Right. Yep. It can be anything. It can literally be anything. And it doesn't take that much time. And it doesn't take that much effort. It just takes a desire to do it and a drive to do it a little bit. That's all that it takes. And, yeah. You know, and, and we just, man, 
people sleep with their phones next to their heads. They they fall asleep on their phone. They wake up. What's the first thing they do? Mm-hmm. Pick up their phone. They pick up phone. Yeah. <laughs> right. By the time you meet up in the kitchen with the family, everybody's knee deep in their Facebook feeds. You know, and everybody mm-hmm. sits around and slurps back some cereal and some coffee without talking, and then walks mm-hmm. out the door without barely even looking at each other. But they're all commenting on each other's shit. <laughs> you know, and so they're like, I don't know that 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 feeling. Well, you know, single mom, and I, it's just me and my son. But um, <clears throat> I know, as from his part, he's like, I'm like, can you please like put the phone away while you're walking? Out the door to the car. <laughs> like, it's not that serious, you know? But uh, for me, I like, uh, I, I, I trip out when people, when they call me and I don't have the phone right away. And they're like, well, what, what, why did you, did you hear me call? I'm like, dude, I don't just stare at my phone all day. I will leave my phone. If it was on the bed, then that's where I left it. I didn't even think twice about it until it rang. I was like, oh, my phone's in there. But I'm not like, well, yeah. don't take it. unless I'm expecting, you know what I mean? I know I have to, you know, other than that, I don't just, I don't just be on my phone. People like this, George. I'm on electronics a lot, right? But let me tell you about me. If I, I when I'm on my phone, I don't be talking to nobody or on Instagram or Facebook or any of that. I'm creating something. I'm doing stuff for my podcast. I'm an app person too. I like to mess around with apps and see what they do, possibly like create things. Like, like right before I was, you know, I, um, got in touch with you. That's what I've been doing. I'm messing around with some apps and stuff. And, uh, you know, that's how I ended up, I think, started podcasting because I was just on here messing around with some stuff. And, you know, and I was like, ooh, that's a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that'd be good, you know, because I like to write. You know, I write a lot. So it's like, now I can, like, say it in words. <laughs> yeah. And I get real creative. So that's what I do all the time. I'm a, that's why I am, like, on electronics, and they're always, always, all dead because I've done went through that one and went through that one but yeah that's what I'm doing when I'm on electronics I told my son too I was like I don't be doing nothing <laughs> like I don't know what yeah. you've been doing all these this time on the phone I said that's what mine's to get used I'm like learning something all the time or just doing something creative or just something I like to be entertained but like intellectually and like you said like we're creative and all that stuff yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. You know, look, I use computers and phones all day long, but there are certain things and times in my life when, you know, the people who know me and the people who are my friends, um, they know that when when George goes into the wood shop, right, like you're not going to hear from George for maybe six mm-hmm. or seven hours. You know what I mean? And, and you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> and George is going to disappear because George's estate needs to go and, and use some heavy equipment to make something cool. And, uh, awesome. you know, there's satisfaction that comes with that. And there's an inner peace that comes with it. And there's a lot of, you know, the other thing is that it's important to me uh, and why I do a lot of the stuff I do, especially things like woodworking and stuff like that, is that, you know, I can disconnect from the computers. I can disconnect from the technology. I can use big tools or I can use hand tools or any of that mm-hmm. stuff. And I can go out there and I can take something that's in my mind and I can take a board and I can make something that's in my mind. And in the process of doing that, no matter what is bothering me in my life, no matter what kind of day I've had, no matter what is wrong about anything, within the first 15 minutes, my mind starts going over it, but not in that that crazy way that makes you go nuts, you know? Yeah, like if you're just sitting there staring at the wall, 
if you had a yeah. bad day and you're just sitting there staring at the wall, you just play it over and over and over and over in your head. But, you know, when I go out there and do something, it might mill around in there, but it does it from a different perspective. And mm-hmm. anything that might be causing me turmoil in my spirit for the day, I find the peace to, to get through it and to process it and to figure it out. Yeah. And usually whenever I come out of the woodshop, anything that's been wrong or bothering me, uh, I have a, a way to deal with it and a way to look at it that's very calm and collected and peaceful. And, you know, I find in my, oh, yeah. in, I find in my growing years that um, I need more, I need more peace in my heart. You know, that's what's, mm-hmm. that's what's important is, is having a peaceful heart. If you have a peaceful heart and a happy heart, then everything else will just fall in line one way or another. It really, really will. Yep. And I've seen it myself. Amen to that. It's, it's, yep. it's crazy. You know, but like we put ourselves through so much shit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you know, said, it's perspective. It's all perspective yeah. how we how we look at it because it can be the same exact stuff, like you said, the same stuff you went in there with, but you came out and, and it, it never went away. It's that same problem, whatever, it's still there, but your perspective like, was different. You know, yeah. And so that yeah. just shows how much we build our own stuff up, you know, and make our own selves sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really does, because at the end of the day, like you said, the problems ain't going to go away just because you go away for a few hours. But when you come back, you're going to look at them and you're going to say, hey, you know what? I think I can deal with you now because, you know what? I went and did something else and my world didn't end and I didn't die and I'm still here and you're still here. My problem is still here. So let's just get through it together and figure it out, whatever that problem is. And, you know, there's uh, I'm telling you. The, the key to everything is finding a peaceful and a happy heart and, and keeping your spirit cup full. To keep your yeah. spirit cup full, people will come and they'll drain it, but you've got to mm-hmm. find something. you got to find yeah. something to refill it, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. And for a lot of us, that's creating and that's making art of any kind. And yeah. and that's where you can't worry about what people think. you just got to make. you just got to do. you just got to create. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when you realize the peaceful heart that can come from what you do, that's when you start creating from a, a light as opposed to creating mm-hmm. from a darkness, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, and that's when hopefully, you know, you change your perspective on life and, and, and you find a sense of community and you find a sense of satisfaction and peace in what you're creating and it, and it, it lets you walk with a light heart, you know? Yeah. I like that for sure. I wish more people, you know, will will or can. I thought that way, but you know, I mean, I guess I'm not for you. You weren't. We're all. You were always that way. So, but you found to be that way. I'm guessing. You know, so like, there's still a chance for people to experience that. Experience that. So, you know what I mean. You know. Absolutely. It's never too late late to find your inner peace. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a lifelong journey. And by the way, Mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't always like this. I used to be a a mess. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be an absolute, you know, ridiculous mess of a person. And, um, I'm okay with that because being that, being that mess turned me into who you are now. And I'm proud of who I've become, you know, so, Mm -hmm. Um, that's yep. that's awesome. awesome. I hope you don't mind my rambling. I've just been kind of rambling. No, no, it's okay. It's quite all right. Hey, this is um a voice to be reckoned with. Hint, voice. 
know what I mean? And you, you're, you're using your voice and we're talking and we're, we're saying relatable things to, you know, people have their, you know, their uh, views of like, oh, they're going to talk about probably that and that. Yeah, we didn't cover that. But I mean, we both have, we're both human. We're all human. I tell people I'm human. Okay. You know, so I might, you know, especially when I mess up sometimes. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm really sweaty right now, so just work with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, I just can't help but be myself. So I don't, you know, but it's okay. I like, I, I like people to hear the rawness and just, you know, I want my listeners to always be able to relate. You know. Yeah. So I don't. I find it so much easier to just be honest and be the mm-hmm. best truthful representation of yourself because yeah, you don't you don't ever have to worry about who you were on Tuesday, as opposed to who you're going to be on Wednesday if you're the same person both days. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> For sure, for sure. And, and I think, too, like, um, with, you know, with how, you know, our our um, our, our conversation and also talking about, you know, any brigade and everything, I think with, with that and I, I don't, I personally, you know, some people have given up and said that, you know, don't really think that anything could change or anything like that. But I think it's contagious when you see uh, people of different backgrounds, cultures and all, you know, no matter what, you know, be able to just, be relatable and just chill and enjoy and 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 speak positive because when you look at the news which I rarely watch I try not to because I've had enough stress like I have like really like hereditary high blood pressure sucks right so um, <laughs> um what's I saying no well yeah and there's so much BS it's just like I don't really know what's going on out here in the world today. Like, I'm no disrespect, Mr. Trump, but like, I just needed a break from, you know what I mean, hearing all that stuff. And then like, we just want to just like, people don't want to hear all that all the time. It's like, life is just, it's okay just to, you know what I mean, just chill, hear some people just talk about shooting the shit, probably about not much at all, you know, and get away from just the malarkey of everything. Cause you gotta already go back in it. You know what I'm saying? And listen to more of the bull crap because they're trying to feed you or throw you away or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I just like to take a break from that. Like, that's why I don't touch on politics, really. In the beginning, I, I did do a little few things on Donald Trump, but not nothing that he could even really be mad about, you know? <laughs> I had some questions. You know, you and my son uh, came on and he, had, he was saying what he would say to Mr. Trump. I said, well, what would you tell him, son? <laughs> sure. And uh, yeah. it was kind of, it was kind of cool. But yeah, I don't want people who said that and it's all around this all the time anyway. So let's just, you know, just, sometimes I need to just get away from that stuff, you know. Look, I mean, I, I, I do hit I, those topics, but I don't like the politics sure. stuff. Like, well. But I avoid those. <laughs> I avoid all that stuff in the media as much as possible because you want to talk about something that's going to drain your spirit cup faster than anything watch any news channel. You know what I right. mean? Like, and all of a sudden, the world is ending. That's depressing. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and so and I try to avoid it. as much of that as possible. <laughs> and I, you know, and I try to get my news from as many balanced places as I can. But the reality is there's certain things I don't talk about. I don't talk about politics. I don't talk about religion. And I don't talk about money unless it's how to make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, that's it. Uh, the, uh, those are simple rules because you know I used to host an event in Los Angeles called the Art of Conversation, and it took off for a while, and it was really cool. 
and it was just simple. There were simple rules. You weren't allowed to talk business with anybody for the first 90 minutes that you were there, but you had to talk to people. You weren't allowed to, if you showed up and you didn't talk to anybody, you were asked to leave. So you had to show up and you had to talk and you had to have random conversation with random strangers about anything and everything other than business for the first 90 minutes. After getting through 90 minutes, if, if you and somebody there wanted to talk business, that was fine, but the, it, was, it was about the art of conversation. And, you know, you can talk about anything you want, but you have to converse with strangers. And, you know, there are so many things to talk about that people don't talk about anymore. Books, authors, uh, history, um, you know, like I, all, everything, you know, just so many. anything and everything, right? Filmmaking, um, mm -hmm. painting, uh, yep. cooking, plants. There's a billion topics to discuss other than shit that's designed to piss people off. And if, <laughs> if, if we just spend more time talking about beautiful things, you know, mm -hmm. we can still believe what a, we, we can all still believe what we all still believe. But at the end of the day, I I want to get to know the people beyond that stuff that I've become friends with, and I want to talk to them right. about that stuff. That's not just them regurgitating the latest meme that they read about you know, <laughs> about whatever in politics, right? So right. I want to know I want to know what books you've read. I want to know what movies you like. I want to know why you like the books you you, you like and why you like the movies you like. And, you know, those are things okay. that you do when you get to know people. And yeah. You know, and now people are like, well, I don't have to. I can just go look at your Facebook page. Great. <laughs> you guys heard that? I'm really cool to know. You're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. No, no. Yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely going to have to um, come by again to the show and definitely keep us updated on uh more of you know the indie brigade and uh more uh could you like possibly let the listeners know a little bit more about um what they could find on uh romero's pitch um your website yeah in fact thank you i uh i made it real easy um you basically go to linktree uh slash romero pictures so that's it's like this shortened sort of centralized location for all the links. So it's basically uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Romero Pictures. And all the links, everything you want to know is there. If you can't remember that, it's just RomeroPictures.com. Um, and everything is, is, is out of there, too. All of our YouTube links, all of our... Uh, Instagram, social media, it's all there. And anything you want to find out about it, all the projects and everything, it's all on RomeroPictures.com. Yeah, that's how I got there because, the, uh, you know, I'm one of those ones. <laughs> I'm like, what did you say, El Who? Wait, what am I, I need my Yeah, kid. it's basically, <laughs> if you just go to your thing and type in Linktree slash Romero Pictures, it'll take you to okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I got there because I got my hat. <laughs> yeah, I know. And yeah. cool as hell. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna dig it. And the wings are like this awesome navy blue against that against the uh, against the black hat and then you got the white letters that pop. So it's, yeah, and uh, it should I imagine you should be getting it soon. So I'm excited so to wanna I'm, I'm excited you wanna rip. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I have a whole um, <laughs> a lifestyle, I'm telling you. I have, uh, you know, because I'll be 41 on the next, uh, wait, no, it's December already. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I'll be 41 this year, day after Christmas. And so I was thinking like, okay. And then, you know, I'm really growing into my, you know, my creativity, you know, because I, with this podcasting, I just started so many things, you know what I mean? I want to I, I jail, but I was like, for some reason, I had this thing in my ear going, everything with Nero, everything with Nero. I was like, let me get, Hell yeah. I was hurry him say that. I was like, he had to have said that to me, you know, and I was like, I don't think he said it, but okay. But he said, and I just wrote it down. I said, everything Romero. <laughs> I love so it. I was In like, fact, okay. I, need to, I need to get that website, everything Romero. I need to just, uh, and that just be my new link. Where do we go to find it? Everything Romero. <laughs> yeah. Indie Brigade, all that stuff. Everything Romero. So I was like, okay, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my new, so, uh, my style. <laughs> hell yeah. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just RomeroPictures.com. We'll get you to anything and everything you want to know about what we're doing currently and what's coming up in the future. And if you're not part of the Indie Brigade yet, Brandy, you need to you need to accept that invite and get in that community because there's some really good, like-minded people in there when it comes to the creatives and the artists and the people who do exactly what you're trying to do, which is wake up that artist, you know? Yeah, for sure. Sure. Yeah. Most definitely. Well, I'm on my way there. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll make sure you got an invite. If you didn't get one already, I'll make sure you got one. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you, uh, you know, in your, your time. And uh, you're most definitely uh, a family here. Uh, what you're pregnant with. And anytime you need to come back here to talk about anything. And I'll definitely will be, cause we'll be constantly, you know, talking about Indie Brigade and everything it stands for. Cause I'm, I'm for it. I want to be a part of it. So awesome. Yay. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for the time and sharing some time with me. It's valuable, you know, the time we have on this planet. So thank you for sharing some of it with me and having me on and, uh, Let's do it again soon, and, and uh, let's get you all uh, all involved with the brigade, get you going. Sounds like a plan. All right, Randy, thank you. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Listen closely. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And then you can listen to me, Brandy Joy, with a voice to be reckoned with. I know I'm stoked about Indie Brigade, stoked about Romero Pictures. I'm just stoked all around just to see where this goes and how it grows. What I'm also very excited about is you as my listeners listening in and getting to hear this straight from the man himself. George C. Romero, if you're a creator, well, speaking to you too. So, if you need any more information, you know where to go. I left it all here, and I'll be putting it in my website. But for now, RomeroPictures.com will have everything you need. So definitely get there. Get there fast. And thanks, George, for stopping by. And, you know, you're a family here now. So, 
My casa su casa. Did I say that correctly? Thanks. Hey guys, a voice to be reckoned with the next level <laughs> is at the next level. Don't forget to tune in Monday through Sunday. Just about a new episode every other day, if not every day. So you can't miss. I mean, if you follow me, you're subscribed or you just listen to me a whole, whole lot. <laughs> that means every time I have a show, you'll know. So definitely definitely stay tuned and definitely definitely go to my support page and um leave a message air it on the show if you want to join that'll be great don't forget for the holidays looking for a host your topic if you'd like um please please definitely and guys for my support page 99 cents 4.99 9.99 support 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 i'll gladly appreciate it trust me i'm a grateful person <laughs> And besides, if you're listening, then you know it's well worth it. So don't forget, a voice to be reckoned with with Brandy Joy. That's where it's at. Peace. While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch and others would rather snuggle on the couch together. However, there's one thing that they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets across shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. Did you know that only 44% of dogs and 47% of cats in American homes come from animals, shelters, and rescue groups? The unique qualities of each and every shelter pet add up to an incredible bond between every shelter pet and parent. I love pets and I think they're just so giving and loving and just they just show you the best you know of what love is and this is all from a little animal they come in all sizes big small you know furry not furry but like I said love 
love. If you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of United States. Please consider these animals need love and they need you and you need them. Thank you. And voice to be reckoned with, we support the animals and their safety and their love. Buzz driving is drunk driving. And if you need to do something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. Did you know over 10,000 people lost their lives due to impaired driving fatalities in 2017? Enjoy a night out and find yourself oversharing or taking too many selfies. If the answer is yes, then you're noticing your buzz warning signs. Buzz warning signs include Overtexting, taking too many selfies, oversharing, chugging water to sober up, turning the music down to focus, chewing gum, popping mints, eating snacks to soak up the alcohol, drinking coffee to sober up, splashing water on your face, doing jump jacks. Wow. I mean, all these things to do to sober up to drive, but hey, how about you just don't drive? <laughs> When you spot your buzzed warning sign, call a cab, car, or friend when it's time to go home. Just don't drive home. A message brought to you by NHTSA, NHTSA, and the Ad Council. Thank you, and voice to be reckoned with, we support the no drinking and driving, senseless, careless, and just wrong. Sending a dedication and a shout out to a very dear friend of mine, Steve Joyner. Just want to say thanks, Steve, for all that you have done and that you keep doing. You're amazing. And don't forget that if no one's ever told you that, but I'm pretty sure they have. Thank you from Brandy Joy Singleton and my show, A Voice to Be Reckoned With. The growth that it has made definitely, definitely comes from the help of you. Thanks. Also, another dedication, shout out, George C. Romero. Uh, ever since I've met you, um, you have enlightened my spirit inside with my creativity and just, you know, the things we've spoke about has really given me so much more guidance and just hope and just I'm excited about everything now, all and everything that I think of, that I want to think of that I want to do even just in life in general because you know you have a very big perspective on you know the outlook of life and um I think you're pretty amazing and I just want to say thank you for your kindness because you don't come by it every day and there should be more people like that so thanks George peace <laughs>